How's everybody doing? First live of three today. So I'm doing three lives today, this one, and then here at 2 p.m. I'll be doing one with Mark Loveliner uh, on his channel, my channel, all the channels. We're going to be talking about how Tim Pool has discovered fat acceptance and the positive step forward that that could be for all of society as more and more and more uh, larger uh, voices are recognizing the ridiculousness that is fat acceptance. Uh, then later on, I'm going to talk about how April Lauren has started to, uh, in my opinion, of course, complete her journey over towards being a fat acceptance advocate. And then tomorrow at 1 p.m., Crystal and I will be discussing Fat the Documentary. Um, uh, fat the Documentary. Sorry. I thought I, 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 thought, I thought he wanted me. Sorry. <laughs> I will be discussing Fat the Documentary by Vinny Tortorci. And we will be uh, going over the over. You can find the documentary with ads included on YouTube. Uh, it's very interesting work. I love his stuff. I'm going to say hi to everybody. And then we're going to go over this article where an NBC writer is calling for affirmative action for obese people because uh, it's not absolute, abject, complete privilege to somehow or another uh, be able to glutton yourself to a state of societal burden in society. Like that's that's not enough affirmative action. Uh, we shall go over this after I say hello to everybody. I did want to tell everybody, but just remind everybody and uh, of what the specials we got going on. We've got our special coaching. We've got a month and three-month block. You can also get no morbidity, which is our non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant. Thousands of people are using this right now, like thousands. I talked to somebody the other day that is literally handing out weak supplies to people that they know so to try to help them get healthier. It's amazing, you know? Uh, but it is at ambrosiacollective.com. I believe it's going to be a Tiger Fitness here in the next day or two. We'll ask Mark when we're live with him. Uh, and it's also going to be, um, uh, or it also is, uh, at the vitamin shop right now. They, they're going to be restocking and we are going to be at a few other vendors, but you can also join our app and, or get a consultation from me or Crystal, uh, as freestanding, which the consultation all also gives you, uh, the app for a month to enjoy live and pre-recorded classes. I did her uh, strength fusion last night. Tonight is Tabata strength class. Uh, she, she just went for a walk with people a little bit ago. Like my wife is, it's incredible the content she puts out. People think I put out a lot of content because I sit here and I do swear words and I talk about topics that I already know almost everything about because I literally have made my entire life's work knowing about obesity and how to help control binge eating and control hunger and all these things. But my wife puts out content content, like fitness content. It's to a massive degree. So you should check out the app at the very, very least. Uh, you can keep track of all your calories. You can keep, keep track of your macros, all that stuff, all of your activity. You can put workouts right into the app. But also you can uh, join our hunger. You'll be in the hunger management support group, which will allow you to see what I'm eating on a daily basis. My workouts as I ramp up for my season, because I'm basically in season January through uh, September. And then I take... Uh, a much different approach, October, November, December, where it's just more longevity-based versus aesthetic and physical goal and athleticism-based uh, just to keep it healthy. But check all of those things out. Now, we are going to talk about this fucking writer. Amy, how are you? Waiting while I'm chopping some veggies to make uh, leftover salmon fried rice. Outstanding. Christian, what's going on? Lady Hawk. Hey, everybody. Uh, got on a hop on a meeting, so it might be late to this one. We'll be on. Uh, I'm going to be on live for fucking hours today, hours and hours and hours. So thank you very much. Sheeny, Beanie, what's happening? Janet, how are you today? Cactus, uh, Cactus Patch, whatever, uh, whatever your name is, Cactus Patch, right? Cactus Patch. I always want to say Cabbage Patch. 
Let's try every time. Uh, hi, Alan. I'll be watching once again, posting weight training, then yoga, workout while now caring for my six-month-old grandson. Fitness is lifestyle. Hell yeah. I'm not having a great day, but hopefully you guys can cheer me up. Shaney, I hope you're. I hope we can. I hope we can. I really do. Suvi, Jet, Jet Batman, <laughs> Mr. Clean, Nefertiti, how are you doing? Uh, Tiffany Kelly, what's going on? Elena, uh, Dolphine, M, how are you doing? Great to talk to you. Shy, how are you doing? Lisa, Alaskan Como King, Fox Fox, Miss Boss, Jessica, how the fuck is everybody? Naya, how are you doing? Mia, Naya and Mia, trying, guys trying to confuse me on purpose? Uh, Darshan, uh, it's Julian, Lowe's, Lady Hawk, uh, Seattle Sapphire Low Carb World, what's happening? <laughs> uh, Anna, Kimberly, Slashtikin, Vlad, Chippies, everybody, how the fuck are you? Okay. Amelia, Thomas, uh, Papara, I'm not doing anymore. Fit and curvy. I see you, Thea. How you doing? Okay, that's, I'm not doing no more. I'm not doing no more. We are going to get to this topic because I wanted to do a huge portion of today's Q&A on this one. So you're, there's a much higher likelihood that I'll be able to answer questions on this one than the other ones because uh, the one with Mark, him and I have ADHD, and we get sidetracked. And, and the fucked up thing is, by the way, the very, very, very seriously fucked up thing Crystal was even talking to the people on a walk on her walk with it. There are people that accuse me of faking ADHD. I am on camera for hours live all week long, every motherfucking week. If it was in fact an act, I'm and give me a fucking Emmy or Grammy or whatever fucking I don't even know uh, what those fucking what what those court jesters get because. You know, actors and actresses and even fucking sports figures, they're the fucking entertainment. They're our court jesters. Uh, anyway, so we are going to go to this ridiculous, ridiculous fucking thing here. Uh, present, share screen, Chrome tab. This is Unbelievable. This is a think option analysis essay. In their culture and lifestyle. This should be in health. Culture and lifestyle. Culture. If we have, we, the problem is we do have a culture of fatness right now. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Don't leave fat people out of your DEI goals. With talks of weight loss challenges pop, uh, popular at the start of each year, creating a space for plus-size workers to feel welcome has just as much to do with any other, with the inclusion of any other group. I am personally saying fucking bullshit, but we're going to listen to their whole rant about this shit. ...yourself by sucking in your gut. Unmatched index, or the BMI, has been a popular way... Okay, so one more time. I, don't, I wish I could get it. But they're saying body mass index or BMI has been a popular way to do something. A to measure weight and health for a long time. But it turns out it's not a perfect tool at all. You know, it's not a perfect tool because uh, it sucks for people like me. Uh, for those people, those fat fucks that were on, just on there, it's very, very, very accurate. Because I'm sorry, if, if you're just a morbidly obese person, you should, BMI is extremely accurate for the prediction of your chronic illness, disease, burden on society. Um, but for the sake of this, I challenge anybody that says BMI doesn't work for them to go by waist to height ratio, which is statistically shown to be more even predictive than BMI of 
uh, shortened lifespan, uh, chronic illness development, those sorts of things. So instead of bitching about it, let's use something else. Like the whole thing is that we want the conversation somehow to end about your gluttony and what it does to your ill health. It's ridiculous. What's the problem with BMI as a measurement? Patients with the same BMI can have different body shapes and be at different risks for weight-related problems. Yes, because some of us have more muscle mass. That's because the BMI doesn't tell us where fat is located in our body. And with another thing too, like that's, that's another reason why if it's viscerally fat, like because if, you are, if you're of a healthy weight but you have a huge waist circumference and you have a lot of visceral fat, you're, you're obese. You're viscerally obese. I much prefer to end the entire conversation of, with all these fat acceptance people Let's do waist to height ratio instead. I don't see an issue with that. We'll do waist to height ratio. You can't even argue with it. Although that's very important to know. In fact, fat around our belly is more dangerous than fat around our legs. So again, notice how they don't bring up waist to height ratio. Because belly fat puts us at higher risk for heart disease and diabetes. It's not even this belly fat, by the way. This is subcutaneous belly fat. She should use the words visceral fat. It's very misleading. Also, the BMI can't tell the difference between muscle and fat. Yes, and for most people, that does not a factor. For people like me, it's a factor. Fortunately, we have something better than the BMI, the waist circumference. Oh, shit, you they're talking about doctor it. doctor can easily measure your waist circumference by using a tape measure and wrapping it around your belly at the level of the top of your hip bones. I'm shocked that they're fucking doing this because, uh, no, it's not actually the top of your hip bones either, by the way. It's like right above your belly button is what should, what should be done. Make sure you measure right after you breathe out and don't fool yourself by sucking in your gut. Uh, well, she got the waist, uh, the waist measurement wrong. It should be two inches above your belly button uh, because that's actually where the visceral fat sits. Your hips, like right above your hips, it's a whole different scenario. But I'm, I'm shocked that they even mentioned it. However, that is almost non-connected to this because this person by Kate uh, Bernick, uh, whatever this loon bag wants to call herself, this was on January 3rd, as a fat person. I'm so fucking sick of hearing that phrase as a fat person. Or well, as a glutton maybe, like let's do as a glutton. Can we do as a glutton? Because as a glutton uh, is much more actually like fucking uh, like truth telling. So as a glutton, I hate the first few weeks of January with a fiery passion because it reminds you of how gluttonous and lazy the fuck you are. Uh, following every holiday season, there seems to be no escape from the weight loss industrial complex. I love how the weight, like weight loss is like, here's the thing. I am part of this weight loss industrial complex that she talks about. I sell books right above here. Beyond willpower, the hunger management method. You can get the link for it in the pin comment or not in the, uh, in the description box below. Uh, or you could buy No Morbidity, which is up there. Or you could join our app, get our coaching. We make money from helping people get healthier. That's how we pay the bills. You know, uh, we actually can prove, the statistically speaking, that people actually save money when they pay for our products. Most people that buy No Morbidity say it saves them many, 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 many times over. And almost anybody that gets our coaching states how much money they save on uh, anything from meds to their grocery bill to everything like that. It's just, it's, it's reality. But the weight loss industrial complex um, is this huge evil entity that is about like one fucking 400th of the size of the healthcare industry 
uh, that people are somehow like is pretending that that's the problem, not the fact that we're going to try to like allude to the fact that it's okay to be fat as fuck. So you can then be on medications daily for the rest of your life. Uh, but anyway, people are constantly posting fitness goals. Oh no, somebody posting about trying to make themselves healthier. How fucking damaging is that? Uh, and gyms are in your face talking about beach bodies. Oh my, oh no, they have an opinion about what a beach body looks like. Oh shit, oh my God, somebody's making you face reality the fact that you fucking hate yourself and are trying to fucking abuse yourself with food on a daily basis. That the only joy you have in your life is fucking Twinkies. That's a fucking issue, you fucking losers. Uh, the entire world embraces the disordered eating I worked so hard to escape while gleefully saying your body, your body shouldn't exist. Your body is going to exist no matter what. How you treat it is a fucking reflection about what you like actually look like. It's fucking crazy. Uh, to be honest, the world does a good job of that year round, but really cranks up a notch in a time of year. No, there's no. I don't even fucking understand. I don't even fucking get it. Like, we're like this. This takes the open suspension of the reality that being fat is bad for you. Being fat is bad for you. Being obese is unhealthy 100% of the time. We need to stop with this like open faced societal lie. If you are fat, you are unhealthy. Stop it. Stop pretending it's not. This person is pretending it's not. Uh, let's see. There we go. The worst was when. It would, I would, it would show up at work. I might be able to easily uh, report social ads and mute friends. You're going to report ads of talking about people getting healthier. You're going to report it because other people saying shit is so bothersome to your weak ass, pathetic ass constitution and mind that you can't even stand something that might help somebody else be healthier. Like you're, you're so caught up in your fucking gluttony and your ill health and you're abusing yourself with food and face fucking yourself with pie that you cannot fucking stand to see ads for people trying to get healthier, you fucking weak-ass piece of shit. And mute friends, but how? And you should support your friends. Like, if you want to eat yourself to death and you want to be my friend, I'll tell you, hey, I support you and what you want to do eating yourself to death. That's not the decision I would make for you, and I wish you'd last longer. But if you are fully understanding the fact that you are gluttoning yourself to death, um, please do me the favor of not, you know, using your insurance to access any fucking medications for you know any of the lifestyle driven chronic illnesses you're going to develop because that fucks up my insurance rates or better yet don't even fucking access the healthcare system because uh you know it's a shared societal burden uh but if you want to do that and you want to fucking kill yourself with food i support your decision it's your life as long as you're fucking very cognitively aware of it even though we've shown that morbidly obese people have cognitive deficit and fucking executive function decline and shit like that you know uh but you do you boo uh, but my thing is, let me do me. I'll, I'll let you do you. And I have, I fully mean this. If obese people would immediately say, "I'm," it's no longer going to affect your healthcare costs. It's no longer going to affect society in any way. Let's do this shit. Because frankly, motherfuckers, I will help the people that want to be helped. For real, I will help the people that want to be helped. But I'm not going to fucking go out of my goddamn way to fucking uh, unless it actually affects me. And my family and my country, I'm not going to worry about you because people can make their own fucking decisions. I'm a big believer in freedom. But the problem is we don't have that set up. This person wants accommodation for their gluttony, just like the fat acceptance movement has been talking about forever. You know, but how do I escape from uh, an email from human resources encouraging staff to join a team of weight loss uh, challenge with monthly weighing goals? You know why the companies do that? I'll tell you why companies do that, because obese people cost them more. 
Obese people cost more insurance. They know this because they have to pay part of your insurance and they have to pay part of your deductible. They also have to pay for workman's comp and time and missed time off due to you being sick. Like fat people undeniably miss more time at work due to illness. They undeniably miss more time at work due to uh, being sickly or in the hospital. They undeniably cost the company more money in both workman's compensation, insurance rates, those sorts of things. It's undeniable. Companies would be not like... A company has a fiscal responsibility to its owners or shareholders to try to optimize their profits by means of revenue, product, and expenses. Fat people cost more. They use more resources and they cost more. Factually. Or a boss who encourages her whole team to buy Fitbits so we can compete on daily steps. Both were real things that happened to two of my former jobs. Because they're like, how, how heaven forbid they're trying to get you to be healthy. You fucking sad ass fucking piece of shit. Unbelievable. Employers seem to rarely consider fat people when putting together their diversity, equity, and inclusion goals because you're not some sort of marginalized group. Frankly, you take up the whole motherfucking margin. And in our society right now, you are literally put on a pedestal to the point where we can't even fucking discuss the fact that you are gluttoning yourself to a state of societal burden. That is plenty of inclusion. Plenty. I saw an interesting thing today, like maybe we should bring back shaming. And I'm not talking like maybe we should be like calling people names and shit like that. But the problem is this woman is actually stating how the absence of making accommodation for people is somehow shaming. Bullshit. If you eat yourself out of a fucking position, if you eat yourself out, like if you eat yourself so big, you can't fit into a standard chair, buy yourself a new fucking chair. Don't fucking expect restaurants or job places to buy you a new chair when you've gluttoned yourself to the stage where your ass is so fucking big, it don't fit into one. But I, I, I'm so happy that it's just me, my wife, and my son that work for our businesses. And, we, and, everybody, and all of our business partners are fit. So fucking happy because I cannot deal with this bullshit. My goodness, fucking ridiculous. But creating a space for plus size employees, you're not plus size, you're fat. Plus size, plus size is like 30 extra pounds. You're plus size. At least that's what it used to be. These people that like Tess Holiday calls herself plus size. She's three times the size she would be at a healthy weight. Three fucking times or more, literally or more. Like fucking what the fuck's wrong with you people? Before I started, started remote work, uh, I would dread the office kitchen in early January. Almost every conversation would include how bad folks had eaten over the holidays and how good they needed to be now. What the fuck? Like, so don't fucking listen. Get your fucking ass the fuck out there. Why should other people have to fucking cater to you? Uh, like, food has catered to you enough. You are so privileged that you can afford and have access to enough food to glutton yourself. To state of fucking fatness. Like that is enough inclusion. We've include we have done enough inclusion to the point where you people keep getting fatter and fatter and fatter. Grow the fuck up. You're not toddlers. Although most of you act like them. Then there is a thing called neuroinflammation. And again, we we already saw how ultra processed foods tend to lower executive function when eaten consistently over a long period of time. But um, because facts upon facts upon facts upon facts, I always see people bark back and forth. Has it occurred to anybody why uh, these fat acceptance people literally just block them? Like, I see them bark back at other people, but they literally just block me. You wonder why? Because 
One, I don't care if they call me fat phobic. Two, I don't give a fuck if they think I'm mean. Three, they can't negate my facts. So the thing is, if they can't negate my facts and then they can't shame me for trying to help them not glutton themselves, and if I don't have any response to them calling me fat phobic and or then racist because racism is born in fat phobia, racism is, racism is connected to fat phobia because fat phobia by itself is stupid as fuck and they needed another way to fucking connect it to something that might get people to shut the fuck up. That's literally why. Anybody that calls me racist, like, like I have, like, all of our business partners, like, would completely disagree. Like, Mark is the whitest among my business partners, and he is, like, and I, Crystal and I are partners in life, and she's white, obviously, too. But Mark is Jewish, and everybody else is of color. Fucking, I, I'm the worst racist ever. Uh, I'll admit, it was really difficult for me to notice how harmful these these were until I recovered from disordered eating and I started to refuse to participate. As a newsflash, if you are eating in a way that is keeping you fat, getting you fat, making you fatter, or having you eat in a way or eat items on a consistent basis that are going to, in, in fact, negatively affect your future health, you have not recovered from shit. You are in the throes of an eating disorder that has got you so tight. It's holding on to you so hard. It's convinced you that it is the right thing to do when it is in fact fucking killing you. If how you're eating is lowering your mobility, making it so you're at much higher risk of chronic illness, disease, and early death, plus affecting your fucking cognitive abilities, as a newsflash, you haven't recovered from shit. You have not recovered from shit. You have, you have, you have actually been defeated. You are on the losing end of this right now. It is whipping your motherfucking ass. You just are too fucking lost in it to accept it. And society is helping you be lost in it. Society is helping you be lost into it because they'll even give fucking weight loss drugs to 12-year-olds now. They'll give weight loss surgery to 13-year-olds now. And we want to have this be a more accepted thing. Fucking give me a goddamn break. Speaking up about how fat phobic and people, when we heard the fucking word fat phobic, like five or six years ago, people were like, oh, this is stupid. It is in mainstream news. The mainstream media is pushing this word to try to get people to not try to get people. It's such a dichotomous fucking state right now because NBC will be the same company that will have some sort of weight loss ad for Ozempic or fucking uh, smeglatide variants. They, they will be the first one to fucking do so because it's paid advertisement. They will fucking put these ads out of how it's not your fault and obesity is a disease and blah, blah, blah. So in the same week where we have we have had people say that obesity is a disease and you can't do anything about it because it's genetic, even though it wasn't around 40 fucking years ago. Um, we also have these people saying that we need to include these people because there's absolutely nothing wrong. It is not a disease of biology. It is a disease of action. And this woman thinking she's recovering from some sort of fucking eating disorder when she's fat as fuck is in giving into the eating disorder. She just is too stupid to fucking realize it. She's too stupid. Too stupid. I got to stop being so nice. I feel like I'm being too nice today. Um, politely asking coworkers not to discuss restrictive eating with me usually led to awkward silences and not a lot of future conversation because you're fucking, why are you so fucking privileged? Like they can't talk about what's going on with them. You're that shitty of a fucking person and friend that you don't give a fuck. Like, I mean, you, you couldn't give a fuck about what's happening in their life. Like you are so, you're so sensitive about you deep down knowing that you're gluttoning yourself to death in the guise of a recovery from eating disorder that you can't even stand other people talking about how, what they want to do with their body. Like they're not allowed to better themselves instead of being uh, fat as fuck. 
like you are, piece of shit. Uh, these kind of programs are, in are incentives value weight loss as healthy above else. What, if you're fat as fuck, here's the thing. If you're fat as fuck, there are unhealthy ways to lose weight that will arguably still be healthier than you being fat as fuck. I hate to even put that out there. I'm not a big believer. Like, if you are dangerously, dangerously fat, like if you are fucking uh, a woman and 250 above, you should lose weight very fucking quickly. You should try. You, it should, you should prioritize in your life. I mean, like, it's your if you're twice the size of what you should be at a healthy weight. Like, if you're a 300 pound male, you better lose some weight real fucking fast. I mean, you're either going to lose weight through healthy actions or even just really trying hard to do that, or you're going to start losing some weight when they start lopping some shit off of you. Diabetic foot amputations are a real motherfucking thing. You know? Being in a constant state of inflammation, which is the state of morbid obesity, especially if you eat a lot of ultra-processed food, is a real thing that is going to cause you to lose some fucking toes eventually. The wave of type 2 diabetic amputations that is coming in the next 5 or 10 years is going to be biblical. It, it will not be long before we start seeing people like normalizing peg legs and shit. You know, that, that one fucked up commercial that fucking was for the orthopedic shoes and shit like that. Like, fucked up. Like, we should not normalize this shit. We should try to fight against this shit. Get there faster. Um, let's see. Completely disregarding the complex factors that go into measuring one's health. If you're fat as fuck, you're unhealthy, period. If you're fat, you're unhealthy 100% of the time. Gravity exists, bitches. Gravity. Like, you think that your heart, which is one side. Like, if you're... If you are like body frame wise, you have the same body frame as somebody that can healthily live for a long period of time by eating whole foods and shit like that. If you're the same frame as, uh, as them and you're 100 pounds more than them, you likely have this very close to the same size heart, right? So your heart has to work much harder each pump and pump more often to literally get blood and oxygen so the tissue does not goddamn die to your extremities and all the fat at a much higher volume than the thinner person. You know why? Because reality, right? In the world where there's not a purple sky with unicorns flying across it, shitting out glitter and rainbows and shit like that, uh, your heart does not like it when you're fat. I would debate this with anybody, anybody at all. They also ignore the findings and studies that suggest that anti-fat bias and weight stigma, anti-fat bias and weight stigma, contribute to worse health outcomes, to worse health outcomes than a high body mass index. Fucking... There's no bias, okay? If somebody looks at somebody and says, wow, you're 400 pounds, I don't think you're too healthy, guess what? You're not. If they look at you and you say you're 400 pounds and they, they're like, wow, you've abused your body, they're right. They're, I don't even care if you're Thor Magnuson. If you're the world's strongest man, you've abused your body to be 400 pounds. It's abuse. Some people abuse their bodies knowingly, like Thor Magnuson, who did it to be the world's strongest man and make millions of dollars, blah, 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 blah. Other people do it because they like Twinkies and get no money out of it and actually end up fucking hurting themselves even more. In fact, discrimination, which is still entirely legal in 49 states, leads to poor outcomes for fat folks at work, you mean obese people, including harmful biases in hiring process and less pay. I got a newsflash for you. As somebody that used to hire and fire a lot of people, if you can't stand on your feet for eight hours a day, why would I need you to be a dietitian? Why would I need you to be a nurse? Why would I need you to be a line cook? Why would I need you to be uh, one of the doctors that did the uh, that did rounds for me? Why would I need you to fucking be my food service director who would spend 12 hours a day on their fucking feet, moving around, lifting shit, 
if you're fat as fuck to the point where it's affected your mobility, why should you be hired to do anything that requires any type of physical physical endeavor? I'm sorry, but the person should have to do like if you can't qualify to do the job, we can make accommodation. But if there's base minimum things that have to be done, we're going to pick somebody that doesn't need accommodation, which saves us money over the other person. You know why? Business, especially, and this is no shit, especially if it's something that you did to yourself. Obesity is a choice. You choose how many calories you take in. I would say this many times, many, many times over. For a lot of people, it is much harder because their basal metabolic rate is lower and they could even have some sort of issues when it comes to their mobility that is not obesity related or because they are so, they've been obese for so long that has negatively affected their uh, mobility to the point where they can't be that active because that happens a lot. People have been fat as fuck for so long that they have very much lowered mobility and it causes them to have issues. It happens in our coaching a lot. So what do we, have, what do we start the person doing? Swimming or walking or even just doing some chair yoga. Crystal's got amazing on our app, got amazing chair yoga classes where the person can get exercise literally sitting in the fucking, uh, literally sitting in their fucking, oops, that one, that one was wrong. Literally sitting in the, their chair. I do it often to get my back stretched out. So in reality, I understand where the employers are coming from because the employer's job is not to make it so your life is super fucking easy. It's so they can make money because they run a fucking business. So if workplace weight loss programs don't actually improve employee health, what is it that they're attempting to do? They do. And like, that's the fucking thing. They do. Like, how are you not accepting that? Like, I love how she just went from, it could be, you know, it doesn't improve employee health. It fucking does. It absolutely fucking does. 100%. If I have two employees working and I pay them both the same per hour and I've only got so many hours to fucking give, say I've got 90 hours to give, I've got two full-time employees, so there's 10 hours of overtime, right? And one person who is not fat as fuck is able to run around the entire hospital for me, gather all the fucking tools, say it's just a runner, say it's just a person that's like kind of a gopher, right? And the gopher can do twice the, the workout put when they're at a healthy weight versus a fat weight. Who's getting the 10 hours of overtime? The person that can accomplish more work in the time frame is going to get that fucking overtime. Because I want to make the most money. I, I want to get the most value out of the fucking pay I'm paying. Like, it's the same thing. It's like, this. I'm sure this person looks for value when they purchase a vehicle or value when they purchase an item or value when they purchase a meal. I'm sure this person looks for value when they purchase a meal. I'm sure this person, this fat as fuck person, looks for how little they can pay for how much food they can fucking get. I don't know a, a fat person alive that doesn't try to get as more as much food as I, well, I know fat people alive. I don't know a person that's in the fat acceptance community that does not try to get as much food as they can for as little money as they fucking can. And that is seeking out value for your fucking dollar. So why should an employer not seek out value for their dollar by hiring people that are going to be able to be more mobile, people that are going to be healthier, people that are going to call out sick less, people that are going to show up, people that are going to be actually able to functionally get more work done than a fat person, especially if it's something physical. Why? Why should, why should they do this? Why should they not lean towards the person that is going to get more accomplished for the same pay? Because they can, because they physically are able to do so. Why should they not? Why, 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 why should not? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that society shouldn't help take care of disabled people, but you're going to get what you're going to get. And that doesn't mean you should not, like, it doesn't mean that employers should not 
do what they can do to make the most money they can. So then they can hire the, if the company grows, if you have a bunch of people working for you that are going to that can accomplish twice the amount of work that fat people can accomplish, that is twice the amount of growth that the company can fucking do possibly even lower prices and, or it can make it so that they could grow the company and hire more people. Like this is reality. In your fee fees, you think that you should get paid the same, even though you can't do the same fucking job. That's what the, the fat acceptance people want. They want treated with respect and dignity when they have no respect for themselves and they show no dignity. Fucking ridiculous. As a writer and fat activist, Aubrey Gordon put it when, uh, put it when discussing workplace wellness programs on a recent episode of her podcast, Maintenance Phase. I'll have to watch that. Maybe we'll do a fucking uh, a review of that. One of the major narratives that drives our understanding of and response to fat people in the world, fat people are most frequently discussed as a cost because they cost more, because they cost society more, because they are a burden upon society. Who is going to negatively affect healthcare costs more? Just, I'm going to bring two, two examples. You've got one person who has 60% of their calories ingested every single day as ultra-processed foods, mostly of those ultra-processed carbohydrates. This person is 30 years old. They weigh 350 pounds at an average height of 5'9". They can move, they can, uh, it takes them, if we time it, it takes them uh, two minutes to get off of the ground. If they fall down or anything like that, it takes them two minutes to get off the ground. There's places that they cannot fit through easily. They need, they have sleep apnea due to the size of their neck because guess what? 350 pound men almost all have sleep apnea and they can the, and they move at a pace where it takes them let's say it takes them uh you know a half an hour to walk a mile right and then you have somebody same age 30 years old 150 pounds eats almost all whole foods uh gets exercise on a regular daily can walk up you know can walk a mile in like 11 12 minutes or you know move a mile in 11 12 minutes in half the time they can get themselves up off the floor in 30 seconds or less which is even way longer. They can get themselves off the floor in probably 10 seconds at, at a fucking maximum. Like we have somebody that's more mobile, more able, more physically able. What, what the fuck? They cost less. They cost you less of your money because they accomplish tasks at a greater rate. They also affect the healthcare system much less, statistically speaking. The, we, the, the fantasy world building up the... Fat people do not cost more to the healthcare system. It's not supported by reality at all. It's fantasy. It's absolute abject fantasy. We know the, the, the data shows the largest killers and largest burden on our system is cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, stroke, heart attack, and, uh, and cancer. They're absolutely the top, 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 top burden resource-wise and financially on our healthcare system to the tune of like 90% of the fucking four plus trillion dollars we spend. I've gone over this ad nauseum. 80% of that on the average is avoidable by lifestyle change, by, by not eating too much, drinking too much, or smoking too much. These are facts. They cost more. It costs more when you are fat as fuck for all of society and you're less productive. It costs more. I love how... You know, fat people are most frequently discussed as a cost. She's arguing that that's a problem, but she's also stating how there should be they should be included in things that are going to cost the company more in diversity shit. It's fucking moronic. 
And it's true, many of the underlying arguments of these kinds are of discrimin discriminatory programs are in the name of saving healthcare costs because reality exists. But that argument starts to fall apart quickly when you consider that fat is not a reliable indicator of health. <sighs> yeah, it is, 100% of the time. According to the ACLA, uh, UCLA study published in 2016, misusing BMI as a measure of health incorrectly labels millions of fat Americans as unhealthy, even though other measures like blood pressure and cholesterol, which fat people normally have fucking shitty portions of, or they will, they are not. And yet workplace wellness programs that focus on weight loss and other fat phobic related weight loss and other fat phobic related measures. So weight loss is fat phobic, uh, like BMI and fat percentage exist. Let's do like right up above this in the video we watched is talking about waist circumference. Let's do waist circumference, you dumb fucks. There, there's not much evidence to suggest that workplace weight loss programs even reduce costs. Uh, there is evidence, though. The same maintenance phase episode pointed out a 2013 study. I love the studies from six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, which follow uh, the savings to employers cost from cost shifting with the most vulnerable employees as a news flash. They're saying vulnerable employees, those from lower socioeconomic strata and most health risks, probably bearing greater costs than uh, the effect of subsidizing their healthier colleagues. So is being fat unhealthy or not? Because she's stating that it's not unhealthy, but then she's using a study stating that it is a health risk. Another study in 2021 makes the point that if the goal is to save money by reducing healthcare costs and absenteeism or to improve chronic physical health conditions, there is little evidence of this type, the type of program uh, delivers the desired results. And one more for good measure, there is no evidence that the programs work, but ample evidence exists that they are morally reducing an expensive distraction from business. Okay, so you're making an argument not to hire uh, fat people then, because if we can't get them healthier while they're there, we just hire the more the people that can be physically more productive. So we're shaming fat folks, including people with disabilities and, tri and triggering those of us recovering from eating disorders. Again, you're not recovering from shit if you're fat as fuck. If you're fat as fuck and want to stay fat as fuck, you haven't recovered from shit and you're not recovering from shit. Um, people with disabilities, you know, are, are, are fat people disabled or not? So are fat people sickly or no? Like, which one is it? Like, should we include fat people as disabled and needing uh, and, and need and needing this when, by the way, again, 40 years ago, there was almost no fat people. OK, there was almost no fat people 40 years ago. But in one sentence, this woman is lumping fat people in with disabled people. And in another statement saying that fat people aren't, aren't unhealthy. Which one is it? This is the this is why they don't ever want to talk to me because they are logic does not logic because it's devoid of critical thinking because from one sentence to another I could shatter them because that's moronic this is the first time I'm reading this article and I'm telling you that's moronic within a paragraph of each other she just stated how being fat is not unhealthy for you and how fat people should be included with the same people included with people with disabilities too and it's not shaming if you're not ashamed, if you're not ashamed of it, it's not shaming. I'm not ashamed of being bald. I sell bald acceptance t-shirts, buy them. They're in the fucking thing below. Or angry bald man ones are good to get. Fucking buy that shit too. Stupid shit. For my own sanity, <laughs> if for your own sanity, maybe you should stop eating so, many processed, so much processed food that has a statistical amount of uh, statistical data showing that it has a 25% redu reduction in cognitive abilities, executive function. For your own sanity. You sound fucking crazy. This this whole shit sounds crazy. 
I do have to believe that there are employers out there who genuinely want to support their staff's health and wellness, and it's uh, not just a thinly veiled attempt to get sick and fat employees to cover health care costs they do not want to pay. Why would they want to pay for your health care costs? No employer wants to pay for your health care costs. Don't be stupid. No employer. I don't see people I'm like, boy, I hope I get to pay for their health care costs. Yeah, I, I hope they smoke really a lot. That way, that way, when they get lung cancer, I'm on the fucking dime for that. Not one fucking employer does that shit. Like what? This is again the purple sky with a rainbow, the unicorn climbing across it, shitting out glitter. That's not fucking reality. Organizations and companies should be focused on how to make the workplace as safe and welcome as possible for every one of their employees. This means offering benefits to cover medical health care, paid time off for vacation, sick time, and family medical leave. And I believe that a good competitive package offering very basic health care and the employer pay-in and paid time off for vacation is very important because we need to recover. Sick time is absolutely important because you don't want people reporting work sick. And family medical leave is very also important. We absolutely should. And I believe there should be barriers put on that. And every single employee, no matter how fat as fuck they are, should get the same amount. And if you actually incur more costs than an unhealthy employee, or if you need more sick time, you don't get paid for it. Or if for some reason you need more paid time off, you don't get paid for it. Because that's reality. That's absolute reality. I mean, they already do these things at large corporations. They just try to make sure that the impact for one person to another, like they should do, like if you require them to do this, which I completely agree with, the employer should then require you to do the very best you can to access that shit as minimally as possible, or they can find somebody else that will. That actually makes the other candidate more qualified than you. Like if a company has paid time off, paid sick time, and absolutely they should because you don't want people reporting to work sick, family medical leave and healthcare benefits, they absolutely should. And then they should hire people based on who's going to access them the least, who is going to use them in their amount. If you need more sick time in a year because you're fat as fuck, then sick time allotment as somebody else that doesn't need that sick time, then you should lose the job to that person. Reality. Reality exists. I love how the stipulation needs to go one way of accommodation from the employer, like providing all these things, but you should not have any fucking, you shouldn't have anything to fucking do with this. Like it's fucking, it's again, purple sky, rainbow, unicorn, glitter shit. One of the truly best workplace wellnesses benefits I've ever received from an employer is a blanket lump sum stipend that I could use for a reimbursement on what I felt would improve my health. I could use that benefit for a massage after I had a car accident, a set of classes at my favorite yoga studio, a meal box subscription so I didn't have to meal plan every week. The incentive was to take care of myself and enjoy my work, which in turn makes me proud to work there and more productive. Or, and, I, and I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Uh, I'm all, all for that. Like, and, you, and you have the perfect ability to seek out employment from an employer that's going to do that. And that's my thing. You have the ability to shop for employment and you can find the employer that's going to meet all of your fucking things. And then other people can try to find jobs at places that you don't want to. That's what's called the free market. I don't understand why if you like, why did you leave that job <laughs> or, or did you get fired? But why did you leave that job? And if you want that type of thing, go find a company that will do that for you. 
obviously you're admitting that there are. Why aren't you looking for that job? Why should all employers have to fucking suck on your cock to make sure that you get exactly what you want? To help make this rule, to help make this a rule rather than an exception, employers should be asking themselves, are larger employees welcome and safe in their workplace? They should be asking themselves, are larger employees productive enough to earn their fucking pay? That's the reality. That's their actual fucking job. Their actual job is to run the company and make money. That's what they should be doing. That's reality. They should remind staff to never comment on people's bodies as you would on race, religion, gender, or sexuality. They're not the same thing. Race, religion, gender, and sexuality. Religion, maybe. Eh, I mean, I'm not even... But race, gender, and sexuality, they're all a factor of biology, if you ask me. People, like, the concept that... You know, we're going to lump in you gluttoning yourself on Twinkies like your weight can go up and down like somebody's blackness does not go up and down. Like, I mean, at all. I'm not saying that somebody's sexuality doesn't possibly morph or evolve over a course of period of time. But it's not like one month some dude's going to be like, I'm gay. And another month he's going to be like, I'm straight because, dude, last month you were gay. I'm pretty sure that means you're bi. Accept it. Come out of the closet. It's all good. We love you. You know, and gender. There's two. Pick one. If you don't know which one you are, look down, take, get naked, look down. It'll tell you. As they might accommodate someone with an injury or disability, workplaces should in, ensure that office spaces and travel needs accommodate plus size employees. So plus size employees are disabled or injured now. Like, but I thought you said they were totally healthy a little bit ago. Office gifts, and office gifts and swag should be kept body neutral or offered in extended sizes for folks who need it or just not offered. If you're going to bitch about it, we just won't offer that shit. Be happy you're getting a paycheck. Shut the fuck up. Hiring practice should be updated to recognize and combat anti-fat bias like all other implicit biases. Nope. I'm going to hire the people that can get the job done the best. Period. If it's a sitting thinking job... I don't give a fuck how much you weigh as long as you can show the fuck up to work on time. If it's a remote job, just fucking sign on your computer. We're good to fucking go. No shit. If it's like, hey, you got to fucking unload a truck for me because the food came in and it's got to be put into the refrigerator. And then you got to fucking make uh, then you got to make a menu for later on today. And then you got to do 10 things. And oh, by the way, you got to do meal rounds on three different floors. And then you got to deliver meals and specials and shit like that. And you're fat as fuck. Chances are you're not going to be good at that goddamn job. And I'm going to hire somebody else that's going to be able to. Reality exists. Healthcare plans should offer a wide range of providers so fat folks can see the best medical professionals for them. So fat folks, we're admitting now that they need specialized medical care or more medical care, and sometimes the it might not be the best for them. So we're admitting this. Like, does do, does anybody see how ridiculous this whole article is? How insane and easy it is for me to absolutely destroy every point she's making point by point? You can't be healthy and morbidly obese. She says you can be healthy and morbidly obese. Then she says it's very akin to in fact being disabled. These fucking people. All right, so that's my fucking spiel on this shit. I am gonna get to some questions or comments. Leave them below, then we're gonna hop off about five minutes early so I can go to the bathroom and fucking take a sip of my fucking water. And then we're, me and Mark are gonna talk about how Tim Pool and people like him can help us reverse this crazy ass bullshit uh, that we just literally watched me recite from the NBC about how we're going to pretend that being fat is absolutely not bad for you, 
but it is also means you should be treated like you're a disabled per person. So being fat, to sum up this fucking lunatics article, being fat is not bad for you and you should not be judged as unhealthy and you should not, any, nobody should say that in any way it is any problem of yours, but we are admitting that weight loss works, like people can lose weight, and we're going to admit uh, that it also is akin to having a disability. Pick one. What the fuck? It's so stupid. I mean, it's so fucking ridiculous. I can't even get over it. I, I mean, like, how, how, what the fuck's wrong with people? Like, people buy that rag. I mean, people, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I will state again to anybody that's upset about the, this thing that if you, first of all, it's impossible to actually agree with that article. It's impossible. You have, you can only agree with some of it. You can agree with the opposite points that I made, or you can agree with my points. You can't agree with the article because the article argues with itself. The article disagrees with itself at multiple fucking points. This is mainstream media. This is mainstream media in the 2020s. It's a laughable fucking joke. It's horrendous. It's so stupid. Again, you cannot agree with the article because the article is not agreeable. The article argues with itself. The article, in my opinion, of course, shows that it's very clearly written by a person that's got fucking mental issues. It's very clearly written by a person that is only seeing things through the lens of what is going to make themselves feel better. That is it. It's it's seen. It's written by a person that wants to state how they're being discriminated against, but they're perfectly fine. People are discriminating against me because I'm very akin to being a disabled person, and I might need more time off, and I might need this and that, and blah blah blah. But I am not sickly because I'm fat. It's so stupid. It's just so dumb. It's fucking horrible. Uh, Brian, oh wait, Janet, uh, this is a useless article. It's absolutely a useless article. Absolutely. By law, companies have to do a risk assessment daily. I wonder what the risk assessment was for this person. That is also true. Like, uh, like if a person cannot ambulate well, they are, and they have to walk around a lot. They have, that is a high risk employee. And if they fall, it could be damaging to the person, the company. Uh, they could fall on somebody. I mean, if Tess, like, if Tess Holiday is your employee and she falls on somebody, she could kill that motherfucker. Like, smash them flat. It'll look like a fucking Roadrunner cartoon, that motherfucker. For real. But yeah, uh, companies do risk assessment. There's, at most healthcare facilities, there is a risk manager. There is a person in charge of risk management. Risk for employees and risk for fucking, in front of the, uh, the patients. I cannot wait for this Tim Pool video. Thank you very much. Alan, all, all Alan all day. No shit, I'm fucking great. Go, God damn it. Uh, these are the people who think luckily, Lucky Charms are healthy stink. Uh, healthier than steak. That's a fucking crazy one. Fucking crazy. Uh, I'm excited about Tim Pool. Then me and me too. Me and Mark are gonna fucking fuck it up. I only got a few minutes. I'm gonna hit a few of these things. They have lifts on buses, and my poor husband has to secure the scooters. Uh, he said the smell of them is overwhelming. I'm sorry for your husband. I'm sorry for your husband. I enjoy his content myself, but uh, but with you and Mark on it, it, it's gonna be awesome. Thank you very much. Oh, we're not gonna be on Tim Pool. We're not gonna be on Tim Pool. We're going over what Tim Pool said. I don't even think Tim Pool knows who the fuck I am. Mark's been on his show before, but I don't even think Tim Pool knows who the fuck I am. Um, although, Tim, you are t doing all my talking points. I'd love to come on and fucking elaborate. So send a fucking email. Uh, 
Let's see. Obviously, whoever wrote this didn't do any research. Overweight, obese workers are more likely to sustain workplace injuries and take longer to recover. I did case management for that for years. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Heather H., thank you very much for chiming in. I appreciate you. Hi, Alan. I'm a, uh, I'm a five-foot woman and therefore don't uh, get a lot of calories. I try to prioritize proteins and whole foods, but I still do struggle with hunger. Maintenance, calories, 1,600 calories. What uh, would you recommend? Nomo. Nomo. I absolutely would, Kitty. Kitty Pride, fucking great character in, in Marvel. I, I absolutely would. I absolutely, absolutely would. And you can get it. Here's the link, but also the link for our coaching. Uh, we can help you. Like, I mean, we can absolutely help you get to a healthy weight this year. Make this year the year that you get healthy for good. Get at it. I felt bad being 190 and having to be helped out of bed for MRI scans. It, Imagine, imagine in a healthcare facility, a 350-pound person. How many nurses and CNAs do you think it takes to adjust a 350-pound person or transfer them from bed to bed versus a 150-pound person? You're more expensive. Just outright. Fat people cost more. Period. Uh, I work IT help desk at a lot of uh, a lot of overweight guys. Standard diet is coffee and cold pizza. Common injury is bursitis and carpal tunnel syndrome. Dudes have poor posture due to their guts. Exactly. Article disagrees with itself. It truly does. Like It absolutely does. So, guys, uh, side note on risks. Thank you. I used to work at a daycare, and there was a very large woman who fell and couldn't get up, and everyone was lucky she didn't fall on, the, on top of the children. No shit. I mean, fucking reality. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, let's see. What a way to go. And then tomato paste and test wants more pizza. Exactly. Exactly. Tim Pool would totally have you. I don't know. I bet he doesn't even know who the fuck I am. I'm not concerned about that. I again we talked about that before. I don't you know, I, I need to have notori notoriety because I want to help the world get healthy, but I really don't want to be famous. That's for fucking sure. I really don't want to be. Uh, my hubby used to work tech. And he had to sometimes crawl under his desk. Most of them can't do that. Nope. My leader per live stream rule is going to be challenged today. You got it, motherfucker. You got it. It's just three fucking leaders. Side note on risk management and nursing. They're not worried about risk to the staff, just preventing incidents with patients that would lead to lawsuits. The staff are left to the just deal. Nah, we had a fucking, uh, we, we had a risk management resource at almost everybody, at almost every facility I ran. We had one for employee safety too. Because the worry was getting sued uh, out of the fucking uh, out of your fucking mind by an employee for an unsafe practice. That's uh, that's why um, uh, in the, like the last year I worked in healthcare, all of my all of my facilities we had to buy the industrial size Hoyer lift. Uh, a Hoyer lift is kind of like a fucking crane for people, and oftentimes they can be used to weigh people. And if you can't have a person that can't get out of their wheelchair. It can lift the person in the wheelchair, and then once you put them in bed, then you weigh the wheelchair, and then you subtract the total weight from the wheelchair, uh, the wheelchair weight from the total weight, and you have the person's weight, so you can weigh them. Uh, or if you have uh, if you have a person that needs to be like out of a wheelchair into their bed, and they're bigger, it can lift them up, and the uh, normal size ones go up to 400 pounds. And we had to buy the industrial size ones because we had so many patients that weighed over 350 pounds with a 50 pound wheelchair. So we had to get new ones at all the facilities, and they're like 11 grand a fucking shot. 11 grand a fucking shot for an industrial strength boiler lift. It's fucking crazy because people got fat. 
Um, uh, you're famous. Uh, you're the angry bald man. Eh, we'll see. I had to catch a 550-pound man when I worked at a nursing home. I'm not sure how I managed it. I was around 275 at the time. Oh, I'm glad you didn't get hurt. And what do you think of Vita from Ambrosia? I have Vita right over here. I take it uh, to try to avoid getting colds and stuff like that, especially at times when I'm not getting out in the sun too much. I absolutely love it. And you can use the code, capital M, capital F, I-N-G, capital C, capital O, capital O, to get 5% off that order. And I uh, am going to let everybody go because I got to get ready to have my call with Mark, my thing with Mark. And I hope all of you have a great day. We'll see you in about fucking four minutes. Goddamn.